Hey Logo Geeks, Ian Paget here and on this week's podcast I'm going to be chatting with Jonathan Rudolph about Instagram and Logo Inspirations. Before we get into the interview I do want to give a big shout out to the sponsor of this podcast FreshBooks. Now FreshBooks is a cloud accounting software that makes it really easy to create and send professional looking invoices in seconds. To try it out for yourself with a free unrestricted 30-day trial, all you need to do is visit freshbooks.com forward slash logogeek and be sure to enter logogeek in the how did you hear about us section. This week, I'm chatting with Jonathan Rudolph, the creator of the hugely popular Instagram feed, Logo Inspirations, which has been able to grow to a whopping 600,000 followers, which is amazing. Now, in this interview, we learn how Jonathan's done that whilst also generating an income of over $5,000 a month from his Instagram feed alone. It's an incredible success story. And guess what? He's done this all on the side of a full-time design position. So let's get into this. Here's Jonathan Rudolph. And we start the discussion talking about why designers need to be on Instagram. I've, I've engaged with a lot of uh, designers. Well, I've made friends through Instagram. And a lot of them tell me that they get a lot of their clients through Instagram. Which was quite surprising. Yeah, I thought that they would get it from like Dribble or the hands, but uh, yeah, they get it through Instagram. I guess one of the reasons is because uh, the clients hang out there. I guess while they're browsing through Instagram, they find a designer that that could look interesting, and then they start chatting. And uh, yeah, okay, I find that really interesting. So basically, um, yeah, from from your opinion, you you think that. Um, uh, clients are maybe just browsing Instagram and uh, when they're looking for a logo, they're, they're literally yeah. flicking through, finding something that that, um, yeah. that they like and they, they get in yeah. touch with the person there. That's that's what almost all of the designers have uh, like communicated with. That's what they tell me. They get a high majority of their traffic through Instagram. Their client tell, yeah. Wow, that's amazing. I, I definitely need to start using it more. Now I'm I'm curious to know from uh, you because uh, clearly you've been growing your um, channel for quite some time and you're getting really good uh, engagement. So how how do you recommend to post on Instagram to get really good engagement? So to attract those um, client opportunities, uh, you have to be very consistent. That's that's one thing that I do. But but with me, it's it's different compared to say if you're a designer. Because I I try to try to post every hour, which is a, which could be kind of kind of tedious for a designer, but I'd recommend to try and post at least one post every day. Um, like you don't even have to, it doesn't even have to be uh, client work. Um, just do some sketches. You can uh, use Instagram stories, um, and even like a video process of of you sketching uh, that gets a lot of engagement. Um, other stuff would be research the hashtags, see which ones get most engagement. How how do you go about researching the the hashtags? Uh, you 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 type it in the what do you call it the. It's just a search icon, so you go to that uh, that place and you type the hashtag in, and it shows you how many posts are within that hashtag. 
And then say you, you can base your hashtags with that. So say, uh, I just type logo, hashtag logo in there, and it has 8.4 million posts with hashtag logo. So try and get the hashtags that have the most reach. Right. Okay. So when, uh, so I, I mean, in terms of searching, if you're, you know, searching logo, for example, um, are you, are you basing that reach on the, the number of people that are, um, actually posting with that hashtag yeah, with that hashtag yeah right okay that makes sense so the the, the idea is to uh, post the image and in, include uh, popular hashtags how many hashtags would you in- include per post uh, i think there's a limit of 30 30 hashtags per post wow, okay would, would you actually post with 30 yeah uh, i try to post <laughs> all wow, okay i know uh, but there's one thing i'd like to say uh the, the hashtag logo design, uh, for some reason, has been shadow banned. So uh, if you search it on Instagram, it, there's no post with logo design. They've banned that for some reason. I, I have no idea why. <laughs> Clearly, uh, <laughs> when it's using it. That, that's really interesting, though, because I, I, I guess with something visual like Instagram, they, they must have uh, you know an extremely high volume of, of people people posting with that but that's that's a really interesting observation yeah logo is fine but yeah logo design seems to be taken down i don't know why i know that you are posting hourly yeah um, I, I, I try to <laughs> yeah once an hour so yeah. i'm just curious to know like are there any tools that you're using i used to <clears throat> have some apps uh that help with scheduling i can't remember the first one it was a couple of years ago and there were some other apps that I used to uh, just download the image straight from Instagram. So say so I just copy the link from Instagram and then it op- automatically opens another app that downloads the image. But after I installed them, I noticed that a lot of the engagement on on my Instagram dropped. So I, I, I get this feeling that Instagram uh, doesn't like you using third-party apps. And once I uh, like uninstalled them, the engagement went up again. It's quite odd. So, are you saying just basically having those um, those tools installed was actually damaging your your engagement? Yeah, and my reach. Yeah, well, that's fascinating. They clearly don't like any um, form of automation in in any way. Yeah, that that's why they're they're trying to have uh, give you all this info about insights, how many likes, how many. Uh, Profile visits you get in through each post. Uh, so companies that rely on that uh, that model will have to shut down because Instagram is introducing all those features. Uh, they want to have all the control. So um, basically, just just so that everyone can understand, in in terms of posting um, hourly, are you just doing that in the in the native app now? Yeah, manually. manually yeah. If if I find a few logos, I try and uh, save them as drafts, which you can do on Instagram. So that helps a lot. And uh, it's I, I have like a copy copy paste uh, description where I just quickly change the the name of the designer and the name of the logo, so that helps. Okay, so I, I'm just trying to understand. So, like in terms of your your day, then uh, I'm I'm a full time designer. Yeah. yeah. So so you work full time. How are you yeah. able to actually make time to post manually every <laughs> hour? Uh, well, it's kind of automatic in my brain now. Like uh, I check the time, or it's been. It's been about an hour since I posted and then uh, quickly take a break, post it, get back to work. So your your employer doesn't mind uh, that no. you're 
you know, checking your phone. As, as, oh, as, long as, I, as long as I get my work done. So he's happy with that. Yeah, nice one. Yeah, you're pretty lucky because I, I know that that's something that I wouldn't be able to do myself. Yeah. I would, I would have to wait until you know lunchtime <laughs> in, in order to, you know, uh, start posting on on yeah. Instagram. So it sounds like you've got um, a really good um, opportunity there. So I'd like to know from you in terms of like an Instagram profile, what what would you say makes a great profile? I guess you'll need to have a great uh, visual style, um, something that's consistent. Uh, like if you look at a lot of these big fashion names, uh, some of them uh, have a theme in color. Okay. It's it's like a color combination that they stick to. And if you if you choose any of the nine images within that uh, feed, uh, the colors uh, would have the same. It's like a theme that's running through that. So have a great visual style. Um, high-res images, like don't use images that are, that are like low in quality. Uh, that, that kind of leaves like a bad taste in people's mouth. Uh, and uh, I guess serve your community. Give them something to keep coming back to your profile. What type of thing would you say, like in terms of um, the, the community aspect you mentioned, what, what type of thing do you have in mind? Uh, well, in terms of logo inspirations, I, well, I give them inspiration and uh, I try and post uh, process videos. Like uh, I'd, I'd record a quick uh, logo design process on Adobe Illustrator and then post that. So uh, that, that gets a lot of engagement and they seem to like that. Okay, these sound really great. I'm definitely going to have a look at those myself. Now, I know with Instagram, uh, a lot of us will want to increase our following as you have done. Yeah. What would you recommend um, to myself and listeners do to help us grow our following in a way that you have done? Yeah. Uh, well, firstly, uh, you need to, I don't know if anybody's heard of the, the business profile. So since uh, Facebook bought Instagram, uh, you have to create a Facebook page related to your Instagram account. And then once you go into Instagram settings, uh, you can uh, activate the business account, which connects to the Facebook page. So every time I post on uh, Instagram, it can automatically post on Facebook too. Okay. Yeah. And that also gives you... Uh, uh, it unlocks the Instagram insights. So I know how many followers I'm getting every day, um, how many impressions, how many profile clicks, uh, website clicks, the age range, uh, top locations. For me, it's number one's United States, then Indonesia, India, Brazil, and Mexico. Uh, so you get all these this statistics from Instagram uh, when you unlock the, the business profile. Uh, that's one. Uh, as I said before, post consistently. Use relevant hashtags in your niche. Uh, interact with influencers. And don't, don't try and like uh, <laughs> interact with them just to get your lo- like whatever a logo or design posted or shared. Just try and be genuine and say, hey, uh, I like the stuff you're doing and uh, keep doing it, that kind of stuff. Like try and, try and start a friendship. Just be genuine. Um, what else? Try and have um, descriptive captions depending on the niche that you're in. Like, uh, I've noticed that storytelling is very 
captivating. Like if I see a big caption, uh, I start to read it. So it makes you linger longer on the post. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I, I do that a lot. I read it. I read the captions. Um, and I also create a dedicated hashtag for your account. Like I have hashtag logo inspirations. And uh, right now that hashtag, I think it's closing in on 300,000 posts. Wow. Is that, all from, is, is that all from you or is that other people? No, that no, have other, people yeah. other people have started to use it. For me, it's, I think it's like 6,000 posts on my profile, but uh, totally it's, uh, what is it? Yeah, it's almost uh, 300,000 posts. With wow. Them. Yeah. I, I so guess that, that, that kind of helps. Yeah. I was going to say, I guess that's people that are trying to get um, noticed Future, yeah. by your account yeah, to get, yeah. um, you know, uh, reposted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I guess that encourages user-generated content, which you which you can uh, repost. So that helps. Like, So every, every day I just go through the hashtag and you can follow hashtags now on Instagram. So it shows you the top posts in that hashtag, which helps me. Uh, like I don't have to search that much. I just get through the top posts and then repost them. Um, also run uh, contests and challenges, which I'm uh, uh, doing right now. I'm collaborating with uh, uh, designers on Instagram and we're running uh, logo challenges. Uh, I try to run it every month and a lot of the community seems to like that. Uh, yeah, so that creates a lot of engagement. Uh, yeah, that's it. That's some of my tips. I think I have a so lot. I guess with the with the challenges, uh, is the goal with that to kind of cross pollinate the yeah. um, following with the with the other person? Yeah, and I'd, I'd, one of the main things is to help uh, designers grow. That's so that's why I started the account to help uh, great logo designers get promoted. So that helps them through the challenges. Yeah, fantastic. I, I think yeah. that that's really good that you're doing that. And that's something that um, I'm keen to do as well. Yeah. I know that we've and spoken about yeah. doing something. <laughs> On Facebook, <laughs> keep your eyes peeled. Um, so, and, and with the challenge, I try to stick to uh, like the style that the logo designer does. Like say if he's his style is negative space logos, uh, I'll cater the challenge to negative space logos. Oh, that's clever. Yeah. yeah. So I'm I'm curious to know like um obviously you're you're posting um, logos frequently now and yep. um uh, obviously you know in order to grow the following you've you've obviously um got a good eye for um good logos so yep. I'm I'm just curious to know where is it you're actually looking to find um great great logos as in uh on, online, where do I look? Yeah, where where is it that you're sourcing the oh, the, the logos from? Number one place would be Dribble. I think that has the best uh, collection of logos. Uh, second would be Pinterest. Okay. Yeah, so I collect a lot of uh, got a lot of Pinterest boards, um, and yeah, then lastly would be Instagram. So that's, okay. that's, that's, yeah, Dribble is number one. Okay, I'm just curious to know um, as a, a side thought from from this, I, I mean, in, in terms of posting other people's work, yeah. uh, do you need to get permission from them? Uh, not really. I tagged them. There was just one instance where uh, some designer told me to take it down. Uh, that was about two years ago. 
Other than yeah, that, okay. like I always get like thank you comments. <laughs> as as long as I tag them, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, sure. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Now, okay, so that moves on. Like, uh, obviously, um, you've now got over half a million um, uh, people uh, liking your 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 page, which is you know a, a crazy number. I, I can't and believe you're, you're 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 featuring uh, a lot of people's work. So yeah. I'm curious to know, like, um, for the for the audience, like, how can uh, we get our logos featured on your Instagram page? Uh, well. The first way would be to use the hashtag logo inspirations and also tag me in the photo at logo inspirations. Um, the other way would be to just straight, straight email it to me, logo inspirations at gmail.com. And please use a logo submission in this, in the subject line. So it doesn't go to junkie. Uh, or you could send it through my submit page on the blog, which is logo inspirations.co slash uh, submit uh try not to send it to me through direct message on instagram because i get like 100 messages <laughs> every day and it's yeah it's kind of hard to get through every one of them okay so um when you do see the logos i'm curious to know you know in your opinion what makes a great logo um well it has to be timeless um like if you look at the coca-cola logo uh i don't think they've changed their logo since they started I know it's it's uh, it has changed uh, a couple of times, but uh, it's it's always it doesn't been change for like, a while, maybe yeah yeah it's yeah. been it's been uh, like polished yeah um, you know so like historically you know if you if you look look at the version now versus the you know uh, the the earlier version yep. there's obviously similarities but they they have uh, fine tuned it to be timeless yeah and maybe even the the fedex logo something like that which i don't think they've changed i don't know there's so many rebranding logos going on every day um uh, it has to be timeless uh memorable where i would find a special place in somebody's heart like like for me it's adidas that mark just it's that's a love mark for me that's one of my favorite brands uh, um it has to be versatile something that you could use across all mediums. Uh, keep it simple, like don't something that isn't complicated. And communi- uh, communication, um, something that commu- communicates the personal personality of the brand. And also scalability, where you can be small and big and still look good. Okay, so based on that, I'm just curious to know from you, what would you say is the best logo that you've seen? <laughs> uh, if there is one. <laughs> I think it would be uh, Burton. Have you heard of the Burton brand? I think it's uh, yeah, the snowboard brand, Burton. Oh, okay. okay. I'm, I'm not familiar with that one, but I think it's, what I will do is I'll, like I'll find that logo. Yeah, that's upturned. <laughs> I'll find that. I'll find that afterwards and I'll put it in the show notes yeah. for this episode. But what, what is it about that particular logo that you've, you've... I don't know. It was just so simple. Like I, I think I went to the Mount snow mountains. So it was last year or something. And I just saw it on one of the snow snowshoes. And I was like, man, that's so simple. But just, just so striking. I was like, oh, how would I create that in illustrator? And it's, it's, it's like a bold line with an arrow. It's just, it's just perfect. <laughs> I loved it. Now, I know that you're seeing a lot of logos. So um, you're obviously seeing the good and you're seeing the bad as well. 
Um, so what mistakes do you feel Lego designers are frequently making? Oh, one big thing is when they use uh, fonts that are too complicated with like, yeah, too many serifs or just weird lines. Just, just try and keep the font simple. Um, don't use too many colors. Uh, tr- max, I guess, would be three. Um, don't try and make it too intricate because I've seen uh, some designers on Instagram where they try and uh, make the, like it's too intricate. So imagine if you scale that down, it's just going to lose all its detail. Um, and some of them I notice are not like, uh, they got a big ego problem. So you have to keep that at the door and uh, be willing to learn. Like uh, like when, when, I, when I was a teenager, I thought my designs were the best in the world. But then I started looking at design blogs and going through books and then you had to do a recheck. So I guess like when you look at good design, you start to develop yourself and just, just go to YouTube. Uh, you can even get courses online of just like go watch the future, watch Chris Do on YouTube. You learn a lot from that. I just want to take a short break to thank FreshBooks who have been kind enough to sponsor this podcast and allow me to make it possible. FreshBooks makes it really easy to create and send invoices to your clients to make sure you get paid. There's no formatting and you can add your own logo and color scheme too to make sure that your invoices reflect your brand. Another cool feature is that you can actually see when your clients have seen your invoices too, so there's no more guessing. I'll also send automated late payment reminders too, saving you from any of those awkward conversations that no one ever wants to have. It was also recently redesigned from the ground up too, so now it looks absolutely beautiful. It's really easy to use too. So for me as a designer, that's something that matters and I'm sure it will to you too. If you're listening now and you've not yet tried FreshBooks for yourself, now is the time to do it because FreshBooks is offering you a free unrestricted 30-day trial, no credit card required. All you need to do is visit freshbooks.com forward slash logogeek and be sure to enter logogeek in the how did you hear about us section. Now let's get back to that interview. Okay, so I'd like to know a little bit more about um, you. So I I know that we we briefly went into this um, earlier. Yeah. So would you be able to like talk about um, what what you actually do yourself and uh, like how logo inspirations came to into existence? Oh man, long story. (laughs) Uh, Well, as I I told you, I'm a full time designer. So I work from Monday to Friday. Uh, it's a nine-to-five job. It's for a media company. Okay. And I mainly work on uh, the magazines and also help uh, help him with uh, uh, the social media aspect of it. Um, in terms of how Logo Inspiration started, uh, I was late 2014 and I was like struggling for freelance work. Even though I had a full-time job, I wanted to like uh, work for myself. Uh, and freelance work started to dry up. So I, my, my wife had created an account for me on Instagram and she was posting my uh, designs and it was starting to get a few likes. And I was like, oh, I thought Instagram was just for selfies. <laughs> and uh, so I started exploring it and noticed that uh, there were a lot of 
uh, design-related communities, which had like huge followings, and noticed that there weren't many uh, communities related to logo design. So, I, and like good logo design, you know, like the best ones. Mm-hmm. So, I thought I'd just create. I, I still still can't remember how I got the name Logo Inspirations. Might have been a suggestion or something. Um, so, yeah, I s- created the account and. I started walking the streets of Melbourne uh, when I when I would go to the city and just uh, take photos of cool logos that I'd see and then post that. And oh man, it just started to take off. And then I started grabbing logos online and uh, tagging the designers. And yeah, I think I got a hundred thousand was in the first year and a half. Really? Yeah. Oh my God, <laughs> it was crazy. Um, <laughs> and yeah, it just took off from there. And then I started the blog. And recently, last year, started the YouTube channel. So, yeah, that's that's kind of the short story of how it started. Oh man! So you you're doing a lot of stuff. So <laughs> you have um you have a full time job. Yeah, it's you're, crazy. You're I, I go to I go to bed at two a.m. every day. <laughs> I don't get much sleep. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So can you like how can can you talk through like an average day then? Like, uh, like, say, you know, Monday. Yeah. So um, talk through what, what you would do in, in order to keep Lego <laughs> inspirations afloat. Yeah, so I'd uh, get up maybe six in the morning, uh, head to the gym, get back, get ready, go to work. I uh, come back home at around six in the evening and then, like, from that on, have a shower and then back on the computer. Uh, just, yeah doing stuff for logo inspirations, uh, trying to make videos, uh, looking at blog posts to do. I'm, I'm tr- uh, working on a few ebooks at the moment and maybe my own online course to teach uh, teach designers how to grow their Instagram. So I'm just outlining those. Uh, yeah, little by little. Uh, that's what I do until two in the morning every day. Very nice. So, okay. So you're obviously investing in a lot of time into yep. this and, uh, you know, on, on the surface, it, you know, it looks like you're, you know, you're just posting, you're just, um, you know, making blogs <laughs> and stuff like that. And, and there's no money being made, but I understand that, um, you, you are doing affiliate marketing and, and yes. other things. Would you be able to talk through kind of how you've been able to monetize yeah, sure. uh, your, yeah. Uh, so it's I sell uh, well I promote uh, logo course uh, uh, logo masterclass. Uh, uh, Kirill Clemson, the the owner, he contacted me I think in two thousand mid two thousand sixteen, and I and at that time I had no idea what affiliate marketing was. My idea of my business model for logo inspirations was to contact businesses and charge them <laughs> to post their logo which didn't work at all. Uh, so uh, he contacted me about the course and said, hey, could you you know, promote this on your, on your Instagram page and every time uh, you'd make a sale, you'd make a profit. I'm like, oh, never heard of that before. And then, yeah, I promoted it. I think in the first week I made $250, which <laughs> blew my mind. And then it was from that day on that I took, took it like really seriously. To grow the brand can i just ask like what kind of money are you able to make you know through your uh, instagram page now uh an average would be five grand a month 
Five grand a month. Wow. Because yeah. <laughs> I, I promote other, other stuff as well, like uh, Skillshare, uh, Book Depository, and uh, some other stuff, yeah. So is that is that is that purely just through through Instagram, or are you doing any kind of email marketing or anything like that, or is I, it just coming from your? I, Instagram I need to work on my email marketing. Yeah, it's just right now it's just on Instagram. So yeah, I need to uh, explore other avenues like email. That's that's what everybody's been telling me: grow your email list, grow your email list. So I'm working on a free ebook uh, to grow that, and some other ideas. So yeah, maybe that that could help me <laughs> quit my job and then do this full time. Wow, that, it sounds like you are very much already in that, that <laughs> position that you should be doing yeah. this. Okay, so I mean, I, I look at your feed and um, it, it doesn't look like it's it's very pr- promotional. You know, I can I just go through there and yeah. it's it's lots of nice logos. What are you actually doing in in order to um, promote Logo Core and and the the other um, things that you mentioned? Uh, I, I use uh, Instagram Stories a lot. Uh, so can you talk through for, for people that don't use Instagram, could you talk through what Lego stories are? Um, sorry, um, Instagram Instagram stories stories are, it's it's basically, you could post like images or videos and, uh, uh, it's, it lasts for like 24 hours and then it's gone. It's kind of like Snapchat, even though I've never used Snapchat. Um, so you could post, uh, a video, like I post, um, a video of a a small section of the, the class that's offered and uh, says swipe up to check the rest of it. So uh, for, for accounts who have uh, 10,000 followers or more, you can add, an, add a link so that it allows okay. people to swipe up through the story. And uh, I've get, been getting a lot of uh, traffic through that, which helps. Well, that sounds that sounds pretty <laughs> amazing. Like, um, I'm not a heavy Instagram user. Um, yeah, and are, are it, you Twitter or Facebook? Um, I've I've always focused primarily on um, Twitter. Cause uh, I, I don't know if you found this, but you know, when you're you're building a platform on on the side of yeah. um, a, a full time job, obviously your time is uh, limited, so yeah. you can't physically um you know kind of post on all of these different platforms yeah. and I, i've noticed for um uh, with with what you're doing you, you haven't really done a lot on twitter but your instagram is is really booming would yeah. you say that you know that's really been your main focus yes instagram has been the main focus i guess on twitter uh can you post images i'm not sure i haven't i don't use it that much yeah, that I mean, I that I think I think that physically makes sense because yeah. you know if your time is limited, obviously you can't really stretch your, yourself too thinly. Uh, like in in my case, it's um, because I I do enjoy um, writing yeah. um, and and finding links. It, it makes sense uh, to use you, Twitter, yeah. and that that always for me. And and for you, you've you've found. Um, you know that Instagram's really work for you, so it, it makes sense that you know you focus most of your energy into that yeah i've also been looking at uh, uh pinterest which uh, seems to get a lot of uh, traffic to the to the blog so i've okay. been trying to curate like uh, some pinterest boards when i can when i have some time okay so i mean in in terms of um pinterest how how are you actually going about using that to um generate traffic uh so i post uh uh logos from my blog so i grab that link and then post it on uh, 
on Pinterest on a board. Okay. Are you doing that manually again? Yes, manually. Yeah. Okay. And okay. I need to hire a virtual assistant. I think we had that conversation. <laughs> yeah, that's on the card, the virtual assistant. So, uh, yeah. So once I curate the boards, I get a lot of uh, uh, traffic through those boards to the blog. Yeah, very nice. I, I think this kind of leads on uh, nicely to another question I have. So um, Lego Inspirations is clearly you know, being a, a big deal for you, yeah. it's growing really quickly. Um, you have a, a huge platform now and, um, obviously it's still, you know, something that you're just doing on the side. Yep. Can you talk through like, what's the future of this? Do you have any plans for where you want to take it? Well, uh, the first thing would be to quit my job and then work on this full time. And, uh, I'd like to maybe collaborate with other designers and, maybe create some products or courses and uh, well the main goal is to keep promoting designers and help help beginners and uh, try and become the number one spot for logo design on the web Mm -hmm. (laughs) or logo inspiration okay so i I know that you're you're obviously doing quite a lot and in in terms of like physically posting if you're doing hourly that that can be quite um uh, draining. Yeah. How how are you able to stay like inspired and motivated to keep um, posting continuously every <laughs> single day, every hour? Uh, you know that's that's a huge commitment. How are you able to stay um, kind of focused and motivated? Yeah. Well, I, I guess the kind messages from the community that I get every day like help me get out of bed and do what I'm doing because uh, they seem pretty appreciative. Uh, when I post their logos and uh, they thank me for the inspiration. So those kind of messages really help. And it also motivates me to uh, knowing that I can work for myself. That's very motivating. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Yeah. So do you do anything with that, that feedback or do you just literally read it and, you know, just keeps oh, yeah. pushing you? I, I, yeah, I listen to them. Like I, I reply and uh, say, yeah, if you got any feedback, let me know. And yeah, try and implement that into my daily proceedings. Yeah, very nice. So I understand that you're using uh, blog as part of um, Lego Inspirations. Can you talk through how you're actually um, using that to grow your platform? So uh, like on Instagram, I I have a logo archive on that, uh, which has separate collections, like from uh, badges to combination marks. So it's, it's all organized. Um, and I also do posts like logo collections, um, say something related to cats, like I post, uh, like find a collection of 50 cat logos and then post that. And uh, I've been trying to work on some tutorials for the blog as well, uh, which would get a lot of traffic. Uh, the recent post that it was famous logo rebrands from 2017. Which mm-hmm. got like, mm-hmm. I seen I actually shared that on uh, Twitter. I think that yeah. that was really um, a really useful piece. Yeah, and yeah, try to find uh, posts that have gone viral and uh, uh, like reposted on my blog in my own words. So, yeah, that's what I'm trying to grow. Yeah, nice. So, 
is the 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 goal with the the website then from like with the logos yeah. it seems like you're yeah. building um you know a more permanent searchable yeah. database like uh yeah evergreen um, content yeah that's the goal yeah so i mean for with instagram i i guess to some degree because there's so much being posted on there frequently yeah. what's the general shelf life of of um like an instagram post um i i noticed that if it's uh if it's a video, it would last for about um, sometimes a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, but images, because um, I'm posting so often, uh, about two to three days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so basically any logo that you post on Instagram to some degree, even though it's actually still there, yeah. is unlikely to get any engagement yeah. after that two days. So actually posting on your website and cataloging yeah. it in some way, it creates more of a permanent, permanent searchable yeah. uh, database and uh, resource. So I, I really like that idea that you're actually, you know, um, making the the logo search bill on there yeah. and and also building up the the blog and stuff like that. Yeah, I'm I'm also looking at creating some ebooks, uh, like uh, different kinds of logos, like uh, curating negative space logos and maybe try and sell them. Maybe do some case studies on that uh, type of logo, and uh, yeah. Yeah, it sounds it sounds like it sounds like you've you built a really good platform to um grow on now. So when you do actually um make the, the choice to go full time, yeah. you've you've already got the audience, yeah. but it sounds like your website will um eventually become the 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 main focus area and the main um hub yeah, for, for goal, everything yeah. that you're doing with, with LinkedIn. Yeah. So um I mean in terms of your website uh, the 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 traffic for that where is that coming from is that coming primarily from instagram or have you been able to have much success with um, something like google oh uh, yeah surprisingly uh i think i would say 40 percent of the traffic is coming from google really mm, i was quite surprised so what kind of numbers are they just just out of curiosity um say monthly would be about 50,000 views a month. 50,000 views and an average of 25,000 visitors per month. Very nice. So yeah, you definitely got a, a decent platform to um, go on from that. So I think if you keep doing what you're doing with the uh, with the affiliate marketing and um, you know building your own um, assets as well, yeah. you're going to be um, traveling, <laughs> traveling the world. That's the goal. As long as I have a good internet connection and a couple of uh, virtual assistants, yeah, I'll be traveling the world. <laughs> well, I need, I, need, I, need my, I need my wife to quit a job as well. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think you just need the virtual assistants yeah. and then you can do what you want. You basically build where you're, you're very much in the process of um, uh, having a platform there that will um, kind of open the doors to ultimate freedom. Yeah. So, you know, congratulations Thank for you. doing that. So um, I think to kind of wrap this up, in terms of um, like logo design tips, do you have any tips that you could give uh, the uh, the people that are listening to improve their work? Um, try and uh, draw the logo from memory. Like see how fast you can draw it. Like say you design okay. a logo, like close your laptop, close everything, go for a walk, come back and see how fast you can draw it from memory. So is the goal with that to try and create that Make mark? Make it memorable, yeah. Yeah. 
That's a clever way yeah. of doing that. I like that idea. Yeah, that's what I try to do. Keep it simple. <laughs> okay, I think we'll um, we'll wrap the interview up. So, um, thank you, Jonathan, so much for your time. Um, you know, you, you've obviously given us a lot to um, go on here with um, Instagram for all of us to you know start having at least some percentage of success as you have. Yep, just uh, keep be consistent. Like I said, uh, research hashtags and post high quality images and try and interact with your community. Fantastic advice. Okay, thanks, Jonathan. Appreciate your time. Thank you. So many insights here. Hopefully this interview has inspired you to either start using Instagram or has given you the advice needed to up your game. Jonathan, thank you so much for being a fantastic guest and for sharing so many um, deep dive insights, which are absolutely incredible. Um, To learn more about Jonathan, you must visit his website, which is logoinspirations.com and make sure you check out that Instagram page as well. Now, that was technically the end of the interview. But we continued chatting afterwards for quite some time about an idea for a uh, collaborative logo uh, challenge I've had. Uh, So I'm going to play you guys part of that conversation. And after listening to this, I'd love to hear your thoughts on the idea. And if you have any ideas based on what we speak about. So here's the audio and I'll be back for more afterwards. I've been thinking about doing a challenge uh, for the Logo Geek community, yeah. and I, I know we've we've spoken about doing some yeah. kind of uh, collaboration on that. And what I would like to do is something um, different. So at the moment, a lot of the challenges they're focused on fictional um, clients, and yeah. I I feel like that is not necessarily a good thing because it, it starts to become more like art you know yeah. people are creating things that look nice yeah um like there's no there's no client involved or anything like that and yeah. I, I always find that's where the challenge is so what i was thinking with a, a challenge for the logo geek community and maybe this is something that you might want to be involved in yeah definitely i was thinking finding a um a charity that really needs help yep and then um uh, what we could um do with that is actually i mean if the client's happy to do this yep. is we would work with them to create a brief we could maybe even video it so there's more of a physical interview with the client and then we'd we'd create a brief based on those um interviews with the client and then the goal would be to redesign this charity logo yep um based on that brief but with the added um, incentive that in order to enter, we uh, request a donation. Yep. So the idea is that it would be um, teaching That's a good uh, idea, yeah. people that, you know, when, they, when they're looking for a project to approach charities that need help. So yeah. that's, you know, number one. So we should, teach we should help, that. Uh, help grow their portfolio as well. Yeah, it yeah. would. And um, with, it would be a real client. Yeah, credible so, clients, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it would actually be a real client, a real brief, um, someone that we could interact with at, at some point. Yep. There would be the the charity aspects. So with your audience, my audience, and anyone else who we might approach, they 
um, uh, you know, we, we can, you know, raise money for a charity, which is a good cause, which I I feel would be a nice incentive for people to get involved. And, um, also like if we was to kind of narrow down, like say if we had a thousand entries, um, we could narrow that down, you know, as a, uh, like we, you know, the, the, the two of us and whoever else is involved could narrow that down to like 10 options. Yeah. We could then present that to the client Client, and actually get client feedback, (laughs) (laughs) you know, so it would be nice to actually have that, that client involved and, uh, the, the winner, um, that basically the the prize would be that that logo would actually be used by yep. that charity yep. and um i i haven't seen a um a challenge done in this way and i i don't know what you think about that but i i that's that's kind of what i was thinking of doing is that something that you'd yeah, be happy to yeah. be involved in so logo geeks what's your thoughts do you like the idea If so, I'd love to hear your ideas on potential charities that we can help um, through uh, logo design challenges in the Logo Geek community in collaboration with uh, Logo Inspirations and uh, potential other partners that might get involved with this as well. So you can let me know on Twitter. You can find me at logo underscore geek or even better, you can actually discuss this with me and over 3,000 other logo designers in the Logo Geek Facebook community. And if you want to be part of that, all you need to do is just visit logogeek.uk forward slash community. And when you um, when you request access, you just need to answer a couple of questions and that just helps me to um, make sure that only the uh, best people in uh, actually get into the group and and that just ensures that we we always have really good high value conversations within the group now show notes for this episode can be found at logogeek.uk forward slash 2.8 so thanks so much for listening and i'll see you next time